You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. If you're looking to improve the performance and return on investment of your marketing, then you've tuned into the correct podcast. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this usually marketing-focused podcast, and it's very cool to have you tuning in. This is the first episode of our four-part series on marketplaces and feeds. Now, this might seem an odd topic for a marketing-focused podcast, but I like to think of marketplace selling and all those places you can send product feeds is a form of marketing using your products and listings of your products to get your product in front of new customers which is all we're basically about when it comes to e-commerce marketing. We are going to be exploring this from a wide variety of different angles and different ways you can use your products to find new customers. And we're kicking off with kind of the most obvious route, which is selling on marketplaces and getting into why you should think about selling on marketplaces and common pitfalls to avoid as well. My guest is going to be Chris Dawson from Tamebay. Those of you in the UK probably heard of Tamebay, so it'd be no surprise why we've got Chris on. For those of you from from um, beyond the UK and Europe, Chris has been uh, been at the forefront of understanding what one should be doing with one's marketplace activity for many, many years, and really does drill it down into to really straightforward, easy to follow advice. So in today's episode, we're getting into the different strategies you might want to take how to decide where to go, where to start, key things you need to do to make sure it's a success and a few interesting future thoughts as well slipping in there too. Now we're just about to meet Chris but before we do please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for brands of all kinds and sizes. Whether you're an entrepreneur just starting out or you're part of a marketing team at a multinational brand, Clavio will give you everything you need to create memorable marketing moments. Building customer relationships that keep shoppers coming back time and time again. Get started with a free account today. Visit clavio.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with Marketplace's expert, Chris Dawson. Chris started out as an eBay seller, then founded the UK and Europe's premier resource for Marketplace news, tips and advice, Tamebay. Hello, Chris. Hello. Delighted to be with you today, Chloe. Oh, it's it's always great to catch up with you, especially if we get to talk marketplaces. Um, so how did you how did you get into marketplaces all those years ago? Purely accidentally. I was vaguely playing around with eBay and buying a house at the same time and working full time. And two weeks before my house completed, I got made redundant. So technically, I got notice of redundancy. So I was made redundant two weeks after the house completed and I needed to make some money. So I started selling on eBay full time thinking, you know what, it'll get me through the summer while I decorate the house and sort the garden out. And by Christmas time, I was still selling on marketplaces and had kind of forgotten to look for a job. So I just carried on selling on eBay and making my living there for the next five years. So out of adversity came something that's kept you gripped for a decade or more. I think that's the best part about marketplaces, whether it be eBay where I started or Amazon or in the UK, on by not on the high street, Etsy. There are so many marketplaces nowadays. 
that the opportunity they present is boundless, whether it be for someone like me that just needed to replace their salary or indeed for much larger companies to use as a, as a marketing resource. Marketplaces have got all the buyers. Everyone's got either an eBay app or an Amazon app on their mobile phone. They start their shopping search there. It's a marketer's dream, really, because you know for the first time where your audience is and don't have to rely on them walking past your, your physical shop door. It's a bit like, um, you know, on Google, it's great to do Google ads because on Google, people are actively looking for stuff. Putting your products on Etsy, eBay, Amazon is where people are actively looking to buy stuff. It's like, it's it's kind of an, to me, it often feels like a bit of a no brainer to go down the marketplaces route. But brands and people who start off with their websites often have this kind of reticence to head in that direction. So why, you know, why should a brand someone who's selling via their own site, consider selling on marketplaces? Well, first and foremost, brands are normally very, and rightly so, protective of their IP and brand image. If you're not selling on a marketplace, someone else is probably already there selling your products. So if you do nothing else, the first thing you should be doing is establishing a presence on the marketplace and stamping your authority there and getting your, your, your products and your brand image in the sort of manner that you would like it to be presented. So Amazon is a great example here. Amazon sells just about everything. So check out Amazon and see if your brand's there, even if you don't sell on Amazon. But there are a whole load of tools marketplaces have got. So you can actually have a brand page. You can register your brand on Amazon. You can then create product pages for your products using the normal collateral that you use in, in your shops, on your website. You can make sure your brand image is presented properly. And then if someone's selling your products, they'll then be selling against those listings that you've created, making sure that the brand experience is, is perfect from a marketing perspective. But it also gives you some control. So it's very rare nowadays that someone's selling fake products, for example, but it occasionally happens. But you can actually specify on Amazon which of your authorised retailers are allowed to sell against your product brands. So you can actually ensure that the retailers that will present your brand image are the ones there selling your products and upholding your intrinsic values. And of course, also, the pandemic um, over the last 18 months has changed the way a lot of brands operate. And many, many brands are embracing a D2C strategy, even if they've never done before so. And again, with the D2C strategy, you've got to be where your customers are. And currently, they're not in your physical stores. They are on marketplaces. Yeah, it's, I, I love the fact that Amazon are putting in so much work at the moment to make it feel safer you know the brand experience becomes more so on Amazon but what I hadn't realized was you know as anyone who shops on Amazon I occasionally come across those better product pages where there's graphics and video and they just seem so much more I was gonna say wholesome but it's not quite the right word but so much more effort's been put in you think all right I know I'm somewhere on a page of someone who cares about their product at this point. I had assumed people had to pay more for those, but it's just something that as a brand on Amazon you can do. It's all about the brand experience. So if you're listening today, 
Google two things. The first thing to Google is Amazon brand registry. Go and register your brand on there and you can start protecting your IP and making sure your products are presented correctly. And then to build those beautiful product pages, it's something that Amazon call A plus content. So A and then a plus sign. Search for Amazon A plus content and you'll find out how you can create the, those beautiful product pages. And you're, you're right, it, it doesn't look like a standard Amazon page anymore. The best way to think about it is if you've ever looked for something like an Amazon Fire TV stick, Amazon's Fire TV stick page is laid out really, really nicely. You can do the same using A plus content for your brand pages. That is is just a gift to any brand thinking of heading onto Amazon. So, Chris, we've we've covered that brand is nothing to be scared of anymore, and and the protection of that on on the marketplace. We covered it on Amazon. Are there, which I guess is a fear that would stop someone from selling on Amazon on a marketplace. But is what's the is the key reason to sell on a marketplace? Literally, the customers are there, and you'll make more money. Yes and no. Ultimately, any business needs sales to survive. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you want to sell product. And if you're selling product to consumers, what you've really got to ask yourself is, where are you going to engage with these consumers? Once upon a time, it would have been in a high street shop or via a catalogue. Then the internet came along and we had websites. Then marketplaces quickly came to the fore. And the reality is that I don't, some 50, 60% of shoppers start their search on a marketplace. So if you're not there, you're not going to be winning, winning those sales. And they may buy from a dealer that's not authorised, that's got hold of some of your product. It could be grey market, perfectly legitimate product. Or they could be selling an alternative brand and you're losing sales. And I think in the future, it's going to be really interesting because if you look at what's happening in China, they're not just selling on marketplaces, they're selling on social media. So I'm thinking instantly, Facebook, it's not really a marketplace, but they call it Facebook marketplace. And very soon, the selling is going to move off social media onto platforms like messaging. And by that, I mean, Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp. And the, the whole way people have bought has changed massively. Now, WhatsApp selling, and great, you should look at it, Google WhatsApp business to find out more. But that's really for the future. What we should be concerned about today is where are people buying this week, this month, next month, at Christmas, at next Easter? Where are people buying at the moment that I can sell my product to? And that is largely on marketplaces. Yes, some will go to, if they know your brand, they may go direct to your website. But the great thing about marketplaces is they may be looking at an alternative product. They see your brand and they think, yep, I know that brand. I would rather buy their product and they'll buy it on the marketplace. So given the, the opportunity is so great and there's those safeguards in place so we can create a great brand experience on the marketplaces now, is there, are there any brands who shouldn't sell on marketplaces? Is there anyone, you know, for whom, you know, you, you think, gosh, I can't, I can't believe they would ever sell on, on Amazon? Or is it literally now become the point where every brand should be considering it? 
What I would say is I don't think there are any brands that shouldn't sell on marketplaces, but there are plenty of brands that can't. So if you're a marketer for a brand like a mobile phone company or a TV company and you're selling mobile services or streaming TV, let's say you're Virgin or Sky or you're Vodafone or O2, you can't really sell on the marketplace because you haven't got a physical product that someone can buy and ship. You're, you're effectively selling a subscription or a service. But you can still engage with buyers on those marketplaces through advertising. So eBay, for example, have got eBay ads. Now, you might think that's promoted listings or on Amazon, it would be sponsored brands, sponsored products. But actually, on eBay and on other marketplaces, you can actually put adverts on the sites, on the marketplaces, without even listing a product or registering for Amazon brand registry or anything. Now, the real advantage of this is you may have noticed in the news that Google is kind of against cookies now and going to kill tracking cookies. That's going to make it really hard to pinpoint your adverts to the people that are likely to be interested. Now, go to a marketplace like eBay. eBay know everything about me. They know who I am, where I live, where I have my products shipped, what I've bought in the last month, how many things I bought in the last month. They know my age, they know my address, they know my bank details. They've got my buying history going back since 2002 on eBay. They know everything about me. So if you're trying to target me, you can really segment an audience on a marketplace and be really, really specific on who you want to target and what time of day and, and what mood they're going to be in when you target them. So if you're interested in marketing to people through marketplaces but don't want to sell a product or can't sell a product, don't dismiss them because they have the most highly segmented audience that you can drill down to the exact profile of customer that you want to market to and they can put your advert banging right in front of them when they're on the site looking for other products to buy and there's your advert for your product or service. Now, if you're a brand and you don't have a D2C strategy, that might also apply to you because you can go onto the marketplaces and raise the profile of your brand, but leave it to your retailers to actually do the selling. So multiple ways of attacking marketplaces. And this is really going to come more and more important, as I say, as, as Google generally slowly kill tracking cookies. If you want a segmented, highly targeted audience, the marketplaces can still deliver that for you. Excellent. A whole plethora of tips in there, Chris. Um, if someone, you know, if, if those listening and thinking, yes, marketplaces is on our to-do list for this year, but they're just not sure where to start, because we've mentioned, I've lost count of how many different marketplaces and different marketplace-esque options we've talked about. How does a brand go about working out where to start? Because I guess, guess, Option number one is which platform to go on to? The first thing is to decide, do you want to sell? Do you want to sell D2C through a retail network or do you just want to market through advertising? And the next thing is to look at your product set and decide which marketplaces are your buyers likely to be on. Now, the big two in the UK, you can't ignore eBay, you can't ignore Amazon. But there are other marketplaces out there 
So if you're selling gift items, not on the high street is a dream for you. If you're selling food, there's a marketplace called Yumbles. But if you're in the tools and DIY sector, you're not really gonna be on, not on the high street, but guess what? There's a marketplace called Mano Mano who specialize in tools and DIY. So the first thing to do is to go to the marketplaces and engage with the ones that are likely to be of most interest to people looking for your product set. And then look at what's available with those marketplaces. Decide on your strategy, are you gonna go D to C or you're gonna engage with your retail network. Look at what brand tools the marketplace has got and how you can build your brand and protect your IP. And then assess how you're going to move forward, whether you're looking at it as a marketing slash advertising opportunity, whether you're looking at it from a brand IP protection opportunity, or whether you're looking at it as a, as a direct sales opportunity. Plenty to consider there. Um, Chris, I guess my first question would be, if we're someone who's selling uh, power tools, let's go with as an example, should it on day one be our plan to launch on Amazon, eBay, and the tool-focused? Mano, mano. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that one. <laughs> um, should we should we focus on doing all three, or do we pick one and start there? I would generally pick one and start there, because it's going to take you a little bit of time to get everything done. But the great thing is, once you've cracked it on one marketplace, all marketplaces are, are going to want the same type of information and materials. So they're all going to want titles for the products. They're all going to want quality images, they're all going to want product attributes, which are things like uh, brand, colour, size. So it, 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 talking fashion, obviously, size is mega important. For tools, size is probably not quite so important, but the, 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 there'll be different attributes de depending on different product set. So once you've got all those attributes right for one marketplace, it's a lot easier then to port them over to the next marketplace and the next marketplace and add marketplaces on. You really can't go wrong with picking either eBay or Amazon to start with because they are the biggest two in the UK. Once you've cracked those two, then look at the others like Mano Mano, Frugo, On Buy, Not On The High Street, Yumbles, <laughs> Wish, um, the, the, the StockX. There are so many different marketplaces depending on the product set that may or may not be applicable for, for your business. So pick pick the big two and then start looking at the others. Nice. And should we be looking to list all our products on a marketplace from day one, or do we just launch uh, with the, the latest products or our best sellers or our clearance items? Is it everything or, or is there a, a strategy to be put in place here too? Short answer, everything. The slightly longer answer is, you need to make a decision on the limitations of marketplaces and why someone might want to come to your website for a fuller, richer experience. So, for instance, let's say you're selling cameras. You might have listings for camera bodies with a standard lens. You might have listings for different lenses. You might sell camera bags, camera tripods, flashes, telephoto lenses. It's very difficult to have a kind of bespoke product builder on a marketplace. So you're probably gonna list all of those items as individual listings. But the advantage of someone saying, you know what, I really like this brand, I bought their camera, I'm gonna to go to their website, 
And on your website, you might have a bespoke product builder where I can choose the camera body, the lenses I want, the bags I want, tripods and other accessories I want, and kind of a build my own product. That kind of build my own product is going to be a custom build for your website. It's not going to be replicated on marketplaces. So the way you sell your products might be slightly different. You may want to reserve some of your higher end specialist products for your website and not worry about putting those on marketplaces. But other than that, in general, put everything on the marketplace. But you're going to have that differentiated experience on your own website. But hey, you might win new customers on the marketplace that then come to your website for the differentiated experience in the future. Exactly. And Chris, uh, are there any any common pitfalls that you can help uh, those who are listening avoid as they take their journey into marketplace selling? Yes, and I think that the most common pitfall is not getting your customer service and your logistics operations right in the first place. I've seen so many businesses that think, hey, we're going to go on marketplace, we're going to go gung-ho, get all of our products listed, and we'll worry about sorting out sort of the customer service and that when we started making money further down the line. The first thing you need to realise about marketplaces is no matter how good the brand experience is on your website, on marketplaces it's open and it's there for everyone to see. So start off slowly and start getting your, your products lined up and together and get some experience with selling before you, you really open the taps and go for broke. There's nothing worse than listing on a marketplace, finding there's huge demand for your products, getting a thousand orders through the door, and then realizing that some of them are on back order and you can't ship them for two or three weeks. Marketplaces are nowhere as forgiving as customers on your own website might be. So you, you need to make sure that, that your logistics are in place and your customer service because marketplace customers will also have questions to ask them, pre-sales questions, post-sale questions. If you've not given tracking information, where is my item? It's in the post. Is it tracked? When will it be delivered? So get to grips with the marketplaces and learn how they work. Learn how to integrate your back-end systems with the marketplace systems so that a lot of those problems like yes, your item is shipped, here's your tracking number, can be addressed up front without ever needing to, to hit the problems in the first place. So get some help and advice and, and, and get it set up properly to start with. Excellent, Chris. Well, look, we're going to pause now for a reminder of our sponsors and then we'll be talking about the wider world of marketplaces, which in many ways we're already talking about. Success in 2021 means building stronger relationships with your customers. Last year saw a lot of consumers switching to buy online, leading to surges in new customer acquisition. So how are you planning on turning your new first-time buyers into profitable repeat customers? Well, that's what Clavio is for. Clavio helps businesses create memorable marketing moments through email, SMS and personalised website experiences. And that is what creates repeat purchases. That's why Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform, is used by over 50,000 e-commerce brands around the world. Get started with your free account today. Visit clavio.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. 
Okay, Chris, so far we've gone deep into why you should also be selling on marketplaces. Um, now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of the marketplace world. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything, of course, to do with marketplaces, including what we've already been talking about. So Chris, you ready for these? I am. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, let's start with Marketplace's newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? First thing, go and buy a load of stuff on the Marketplace. Go and buy like 10 or a dozen items from different sellers in different categories. It doesn't even matter if they're not selling the same type of product as you. That will do two things. One, it will establish you, you with the Marketplace. You'll get a bit of feedback. But more importantly you'll be able to assess those sellers on how quickly they shipped the item, what the communications was like, how quickly the item actually arrived, how it was packaged. You'll just get to, to know some of the norms of how the marketplaces work. And you may see some sellers which are, are good, but others are outstanding in comparison. And then you can copy what the outstanding ones are doing and, and, and apply those lessons to your business. So first thing is get to groups of the marketplace. And then the biggest mistake people ever make is talking about something but not actually doing anything. So get and start listing on the marketplace. Try it as a consumer and just list some things you've got around the house to start with if you've never sold on a marketplace before and learn how the platform works. And that will stand you in really good stead for when you go to launch your first 10 products as a business on a marketplace, because you'll, you'll already have, have got a bit of learning on your personal account. I love that, that bit about that you just said there, Chris, about um, stop talking about it and actually get on and do it, which we are all <laughs> guilty of in so many ways. It's very easy to do a marketing plan and spend ages and ages on the marketing plan and never actually get started. The, 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 the first thing to do is to start. Yeah, one of the one of the best forms of procrastination ever is um yes, but we just plan it some more. I went yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think we I get the feeling we could probably talk about that for the whole episode, but uh we got to, we got to carry on with these insider tips. So, uh once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So, what's your favorite way to improve marketplace performance? It's the really boring stuff, which is going back to your listing and whether it be on eBay or Amazon or any other marketplace, look at your title, look at what's your product attributes that eBay will call item specifics and they have different names on different marketplaces. But make sure you've not only filled them out, but you've, you've filled them out in accordance with the marketplace norms. And by that, I mean, if you've got a mouse to set, a computer mouse that you're trying to sell, and you list it as charcoal in colour, no one's going to find it because marketplaces don't have a charcoal option. They call it black. So some marketplaces like Amazon, you can put it in as charcoal and then map the charcoal to, to black. Others like eBay, your main colour needs to be black and then your exact colour needs to be charcoal. And it's all those little things that can stop you being found. Because if I'm looking for a black mouse, on eBay or Amazon, I go and click computer mouse and then I click color black. If you've put charcoal, you'll be hidden from search. So it is going into detail on all those nitty gritty bits to optimize. And the other big thing to optimize is marketplaces like success. So the better your feedback, which comes from your service, and the, the, the more sales you get, 
the more sales they'll give you and the more they'll drive people to your listings. So again, it, it, it's a marketer's dream because that's what marketers do really, really well is drive traffic to their listings. Consider driving traffic to your eBay or Amazon listings instead of to your own website and people will flock to those listings and buy. And the more people that buy, that self-optimizes the listings for you because the marketplace says, by God, lots of people are buying this product. Let's put it higher up in search. Love those tips. Thank you, Chris. Um, now, if someone listening wants to learn more about marketplaces, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? Absolutely. So I'm from TameBay.com and on TameBay.com you will find all of the latest news from today, which you can read and keep up to date with what's happening. And just a, a few weeks ago in May, we held TameBay Live. And if you go to TameBayLive.com, there are 35 masterclasses you can listen to about every aspect of marketplace selling from optimising your listings through to advertising on eBay, even if you haven't got a product to sell through eBay ads. So pretty much everything I've talked about today, you, you could have a, a masterclass on it for free on TameBayLive.com. Excellent. Well, we'll make sure we add those links um, to to the show notes for everybody. And finally, Chris, crystal ball time. What is coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for in marketplaces? The next six months is going to be all about Q4 and Christmas. We still don't really know what's happening with the, the pandemic, although we're hoping we'll get unlocked now in July rather than June. But people have been locked up at home for 18 months They've been shopping online. They've been shopping on marketplaces. They're not going to stop. So if you're not already on marketplaces, that's where all of the buyers have been for the last 18 months. And it's where they're going to be in the run up to the crucial Christmas selling period. I think everyone needs a good Christmas this year. But looking further forward, I think that marketers need to be thinking not just about selling on marketplaces but a broader picture of selling not on your own website and that can include marketplaces it can include social media platforms it can include messaging platforms it can include search engine shopping where you know the carousel that you see at the top of a search engine when you're on the shop when you search for shopping people are soon going to be buying from those carousels without even visiting a website. So they may be buying from your website, they may be buying from a marketplace. Um, so marketers are going to have a lot to get to grips with over the next couple of years. And if you if you want to find out more about what's happening in, in the world of social media and live streaming, take a look at China, Alibaba, Weibo, WeChat, and everything that's happening in China, because that's kind of a, a foreshadow of what's going to be coming to the UK, Europe, and the Western world. Excellent. Thank you, Chris. And what you just outlined in the crystal ball section is exactly why we're doing um, we're doing this month on marketplaces here on this marketing podcast. Uh, well, look, Chris, we are very nearly at the end of the show. So could you even please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please? Yeah, of course. Um, you, you'll find me every 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 day on um, tamebay.com or on social media, at Tame Bay, whether it be Twitter or Facebook, um, just search Tame Bay and you'll, you'll find us. But the main news site, TameBay.com, and our masterclasses, which are free to watch, TameBayLive.com. Oh, 
Brilliant. Thank you, Chris. And thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Um, it's been brilliant uh, hearing the latest advice on marketplaces for brands. So thank you for being here. Absolute pleasure. Thank you, everyone. Well, everyone, not one, but multiple different ways you can use marketplaces to increase your sales from the going all in and uh, selling products there and even sending marketing to the direction of the marketplaces. Because as Chris said, the more you sell on marketplaces, you more the more you sell on marketplaces through to taking control of your, your brand to enable your, your retailers, if you're wholesaling, to create better listings on the marketplaces through to not even putting any products on there at all, but using the, them as an ad platform. And if you missed it, he said that in the TameBayLive.com event, they had a masterclass in how to do that. So if you were going, if your ears pricked up at that point, you want, I want eBay traffic to my website, then head to TameBayLive.com and you'll find that the, the um, I was say Twitter ads, not Twitter ads, eBay ads session in that event. You can get links to everything we discussed, the full transcript of the episode, important notes and more at keepoptimizing.com. We will be having all our guests or as many as can make it from this, this month about marketplaces and other places you might want to sell online to come back and join us for a Q&A webinar at the end of the month. That's going to be your chance to get your questions answered. So if, for example, you're not sure which of those strategies you should go for, that would be a brilliant question to bring along. You can register for that totally for free at keepoptimizing.com when you'll also find out when it's happening, um, et cetera, et cetera, or catch the replay if it's a while after this one went live. Thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. This month is all about interesting alternative ways to leverage your products to drive sales, which we're shorthanding to Marketplaces Month because otherwise it's a bit long-winded. So stick around to hear the other interesting, intriguing and slightly off the wall thoughts we're going to be sharing with you this month on how you can do just that. And um, please do tell your fellow marketers about the show because I want to help as many of them as possible, as well as you, to improve the performance of your business and your marketing. So have a great week and make sure you tune into the next episode so I can help you to keep optimising your marketing. Access everything, keep optimising at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.